back to come track. <laughs> So, uh, I, I wait, I thought we were doing Nightmare Before Christmas, we are, not, we? not Muppets uh, Halloween. Is there a Muppets Halloween? I forget. I don't know. I haven't ever searched for it. Oh, you want to know a fun fact about the Count? What's that? Okay, you know that there is actually some tradition in European folklore about, like, getting vampires away from your house, and one of the ways to dissuade them from coming in is to throw some rice or, like barley or whatever at your door and they'll stop and count the grains because apparently all vampires have OCD <laughs> and this why didn't, why may did... be the inspiration for the count why didn't they do that for what we do in the shadows that would have been it would have been so really... funny you know what I'm betting that was one of the jokes that just got cut they're gonna make a second season. That's you know. They're gonna what? make a second. That's season. true. Just put that in the show. Yeah. Are you listening, Taiko Atiti? Put that in the show. That but anyway, show. that's. Not... And then it's sunrise comes and they're like, "Oh shit, I forgot to murder people." <laughs> but we're here. Yes, we're well, here. You know I was emo. Yes. You know that this was like my life. Oh, this is. <laughs> This is. If you did uh, this not movie... have a backpack with Jack Skellington on it. You were a prep and a poser. <laughs> this is the like the film like for every single like spooky goth nerd out there. Oh yeah. Just like this is the the staple. To this day, they still sell like all the Nightmare Before Christmas. All of it, dude. All like, the time. I mean, honestly, I think the only thing that I've Invader seen... Invader Sim came back, and they only put one t-shirt up, but Jack Skellington <laughs> will stay forever. Pretty much, yeah. Like, oh, it's true. Invader Sim did come back recently with their movie, and yeah, they were like, nah, give us more Nightmare. Yeah. Honestly, I think You it's... can buy Dib's t-shirt now. That's it. That's all the merch we're making. <laughs> I wanted, like, cringy girl, like, taco t-shirts again. <laughs> oh, my God. Just to God. give everyone more flashbacks. Yeah, back to those early 2000s thousands mm. goth phase for all of us good-hearted millennials oh yeah <laughs> but call me the squirrel that was false right <laughs> or um um what was it uh uh uh, uh the the mini moose oh i do mini mini I moose don't know the mini moose mini moose for literally just the uh the the christmas episode for invaders in oh uh, yes the one okay. that the one that Invader Sim's like, he's been here this whole time. I assure you. Ha <laughs> 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 Which they're like, no, he hasn't. Oh, yeah? <laughs> but, um, I want to know. Okay, so obviously this is a big staple for, like, everyone. Yes. Everyone. What's your very first exposure to this one? Oh, gosh. I know I was young enough to still be terrified of Oogie Boogie. I did not like him. He freaked me out. He was <laughs> full of bugs. I had a nightmare, so I had to probably be, like, eight. Yeah, you weren't here for our last episode with Beetlejuice, but uh, this was, again... Uh, a Tim Burton movie in an era where PG meant something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where parents were actually expected to guide you. Yeah. And I love that sort of horror for kids. Like, I think it's necessary to give kids horror movies that aren't adults horror movies. It is a necessary evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I grew up with, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I, yeah, I guess Are You Afraid of one. the Dark is yeah. another one. Um, or what was it? So Weird was, like, the Disney Channel equivalent. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. See, I don't think I saw that Because I don't one. think I grew up with um, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. 
I did, I but it was out. it was not until like very late. I think I didn't see him until like mm-hmm. seventh grade. I think no, it was, yeah, it was about uh, sixth or seventh grade where uh, I finally got Cartoon Network and all those good things. But I did have uh, Nickelodeon growing up in the nineties. Oh yeah, that one I did. Lucky. Um, yeah, or uh, what was the? Another... I just watched reruns of Arthur all day. <laughs> Another couple things like that of that era that I grew up with yeah. were uh, Rocco's Modern Life and Ah Real Monsters, which oh. were really fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, okay, so you really don't I, I, recall the first Oh, I recall it because, oh, maybe not the first time I watched it. I mm-hmm. recall the movie because I watch it, like, every holiday season. Because I lump all my holidays as, together. Yes, as we all do at this point. It's just, it's just Some cheaper. Some people hate Christmas, though. Some people are like, I'm spooky and edgy. It's like, no. They're all just one big hedonistic season. Yeah, honestly, if you if you hate debauchery. if you want to be spoopy, spoopy and you like uh uh hot cr- like Christmas, just love Krampus. Yeah, the Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Yes, that's gonna have to be a thing. That next has year. to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, but I, that's one of the reasons I love it is there aren't really many Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, there's like six episodes of Bob's Burgers. That's it. Uh, well, there's also planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, that's, that's true. That's true. That's and, Thanksgiving. And actually, one of my good friends, uh, his one of his favorite movies to watch uh, every Thanksgiving is Rocky. That takes place around the same time. Oh, yeah. I just like to celebrate Halloween and Christmas. At the same time, yep. on and Thanksgiving, I watched this movie. Pretty, oh, really? Right on. Yeah. But when was, like, the very first time you, it, you really got, like, what's your earliest memory of oh, it? Oh, my gosh. The, my earliest memory was Oogie Boogie's weird neon dance with bugs coming out of him and him singing no bugs! No bugs! deep bluesy thing and and that was in my dreams for a couple of weeks. <laughs> that was... That's the main thing I took away from that as a kid is... Oogie Boogie was like just as I had never seen anything like him before. It was weird. It was a cartoon, so it's not supposed to be scary. And and it wasn't scary when I watched it. But then I went to bed and I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> I don't want anyone to come in and kidnap me and burst out into a bag of bugs. It's freaky. <laughs> I love it. See, uh, the very, very earliest memory of this movie that oh. I can remember, because this actually came out uh, in 1993 when I was born. Aw. Um, but I do remember um, there was a, 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 a promo for it on a VHS tape that I used to watch as a kid. Oh. Um, I believe it was for the uh, the Batman Mask of the Phantasm tape, which mm-hmm. I adored. I mean, coming, I literally watched Batman the Animated Series literally coming out of my mother's womb. Just watching that show, because um, I think it actually went off the air around '95. So, oh wow, yeah. So I lived off the no, tapes. No, it was still on the WB for a long time. I remember coming it was, back home. It was that after school. It was on and off in a couple of places. See, I didn't have the WB at one point, so like, uh, I, I remember watching Superman and Batman the animated series oh, back yeah. in the day. But um, like by the end of the '90s, it completely dissipated for some reason. And in the early 2000s, it was just gone nowhere nobody nobody's seen it i heard justice league was a thing and it was always amazing because anytime i was over at a friend's friend i feel like it was on between jackie chan adventures and Yu-Gi-Oh. i feel like it was on the wb as i was growing up it, early it, 2000s it might have been but... see i don't think i didn't have it back then because for... that's all i had was wb <laughs> pbs and disney channel 
But um, <laughs> but on the VHS there was a promo for Nightmare Before Christmas, and that promo freaked me out to the point where oh, I'm like, I don't want to see it because I remember the thing that really just haunted my dreams and that that one image where it's like oh what did santa bring you and he pulls out the, the shrunken head, head and the, you can just see the parents hands in the corner of the frame just like shaking in fear i'm like jesus that's too scary i don't want to watch that i think we should scare our kids oh yeah I, I think we should make specific media so it doesn't cross any lines like i love this i loved courage of the cowardly dog yeah it might give your kids nightmares but it's not going to give them violent tendencies or traumatize no either it's, it's, it's gonna it's... spook them and make them think more about what's in the dark and get their imagination going it's uh, same thing goes with like you know the the studio that's been doing all these other wonderful wonderful stop motion animations Coraline, oh, yeah. paranorman box trolls all these wonderful uh because i believe uh um, the director, uh, H uh, Henry Selick, uh, went back to, like, supervise a lot of those. Um, I could be wrong, just like... Those you know... are all good, though. Oh, of course. Because, yeah. um, I mean, he's... Henry Selick is kind of like the one of the great uh, stop-motion directors um, wor working in the business, to be honest. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was the very first uh, exposure that I got, and I don't think I actually wound up watching it all the way through until I was about in high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, I because, I, um, again, it was just something that I put out of my mind and whatnot, because, uh, uh, and plus, you know, I also grew up in, like, a very small uh, private Christian school for a very long time, for, like, oh, yeah. the first 10 years of my life and whatnot. Um, and really, like, that weird emo, new grounds, goth, like, the early 2000s millennial culture didn't catch up to me until I was. it was like 2007. Aww. I was really late into the game because, again, I was so sheltered. <laughs> I was um, at the library listening to, like, My Chemical Romance, and you were like... <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was listening to my mom's records, I guess. Uh, I, I, although, to be fair, that just, like, puts my bond to Star-Lord that much more because... Mm. But that's just me. That's how I grew up. Um, now you guys know all about that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was... That, so I really didn't get the whole thing until then. And it was also when, you know, uh, around the high school era, that's where you tend to start hanging around malls more often, oh, be yeah. a little bit of a mall rat. And that's where Hot Topic became cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the mall goth. Like, I love that. <laughs> I mostly learned about it because my parents trusted the... Um, they didn't realize that the library had unrestricted internet for me to enjoy it. And <laughs> that's why I hung out there every day. They were thinking I was being a nerd or studying my homework. I come back with Steve. They're like, it's okay. She's got a learning disability. I was, like, I was on RuneScape for like 12 <laughs> hours. Oh, man, RuneScape. That brings me back. I was pirating back. corn CDs, Mom. What do you think that I do? Why do you think a 13-year-old, like, begs to go to the library every day? <laughs> Fucking free media frenzy everywhere. No, no supervision. Uh, see, I wish I had... It's like a party without alcohol. <laughs> surrounded by books. All by yourself, too. Having fun is... No, I invited my friends over. We just sat in the corner. They oh, had, like, really? a teen corner. Or they would, like, shove us in a conference room if we were being too loud. But they let us hang out so that we didn't do drugs. Man, I really wish I was as yeah, cool was as you like growing up. It was like a corner with computers and manga. Damn, man, I really and wish I... an enabling librarian. I wish I was... <laughs> Man, I wish I was as cool as you growing up, man. Because I, I, I was a loser. I actually went to the library to read. 
Although I've never t- read it the library. I've read one book, lent it to my friend, and then she stole it. Ah, oh, <laughs> I think the two books that I uh, had my m- head most buried in was uh, the uh, the visual guide to the uh, to Star Wars props mm-hmm. and how to draw Superman. Oh, cool. Those were the two books that I most frequently visited. Oh. Um, but that was. That was just me. I checked out a lot of Inuyasha DVDs, brought 10 home at once, binge-watched <laughs> all of them, and came back to the library. Binge-watching in 2002 was was an experience. Oh, I bet. I just walked past there, and they were like, you know there's a limit. And I'm like, why, though? <laughs> you doubt how much anime I can watch in one week? I will pay the fines. <laughs> I'm going to binge watch every episode out of order because you don't have all the DVDs in right now. I really, <laughs> so I, did it. I really, really hope that this is bringing back a lot of memories I'm to our listeners. Because, <laughs> well, this movie really does like have that power oh, to incite all of those flashbacks. If you're okay. older, it just takes you back. So, on- honestly, like anyone who's uh, actually listening... Leave us in the comments of like some of your favorite experiences of growing up watching these movies and just experiencing that kind of, you know, weird early 2000s goth phase. 2000 to 2005 hot topic lifestyle. Yeah. I went to the promo party for Black Parade like oh my at my mall. Like Damn. that is I have I had no swag, and you have all the swag with all this. Did did you even have any, like, studded bracelets? No. I had, like, 12 studded bracelets. None. I never wore bracelets. Oh, man. Yeah, man. With the big leather ones with the spikes on them? Yep. Nope. Never had them. you know people don't fuck with you. That and the zipper pants. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have zipper pants. Nope. It was just t-shirts and jeans for me, and uh, and my, uh, my dog tags, of which I feel naked without. I used to... I used to steal, you know, the little clips that go in socks to keep them together? Vaguely, the yes. The little metal clips. I used to steal them and put them in my ears like I had multiple piercing. <laughs> when I was 11 or like 12. Late oh middle school. Oh my god. I really... I stopped that before junior high, but that was that, <laughs> fingerless gloves, and like 40 bracelets. Damn, lipstick. woman. 11-year-old me, like, dressed like a... Like Lady Gaga had sex with a shit tier JoJo villain. <laughs> oh my god! I hope you have pictures of this. This would be. This sounds Somewhere amazing. I probably do. I have pictures oh my god! Of the toe socks that I would cut the toes off and put on my arms. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, seriously, folks. Anyone who's listening back home. Give it, tell us some stories of like the, you growing up in those ages, and or just or, or just make fun of Hannah, oh, or just glorious, just because it's 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 amazing. So anyway, I think we should start the movie because this is this is hell a hell of a ride. Right. So for any of you folks back home, obviously you have a copy of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas in some form. In some form. Um, or you have the internet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're watching the Blu-ray rip, so you guys know uh, to keep t- how to keep track with us. So mm-hmm. hope you guys got it ready back home, because we are going to hit play in three, two, one. And there's the new and improved Disney logo. Again, Blu-ray release. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still weird to think that, yeah, this was released by Disney for the longest time, which oh, yeah. is... Another reason why I question, because again, I might be—I actually might be wrong 
that I saw the uh, the promo on the Batman Mask of the Phantasm because that's Warner Brothers. So maybe I saw it on an old Disney tape because we all had Disney. Oh yeah, we all the Disney VHS. So they have this really nice. I'm mad I didn't buy it because that would have been perfect for Halloween. They have a really nice burlap oogie boogie hat that they sell at Disneyland. Sweet. They sell the uh, the Jack and Sally stuff um, around the Haunted Mansion. You know, what I saw last it. time I went to Spirit of Halloween. What? I actually saw the uh, the three trick or treaters you see in the, th- the film. Oh yeah. They actually have like the straight up mask for that. Oh, that's which is cute. Great. If all you, you have need friends. Is- yeah, all you, all need, you need is, is friends. All you need is friends and a couple of onesies, and you're good. Oh, yeah. Good to go. So here's the opening. Um, oh, yeah, and now this is, like, another uh, big thing because, of the course. sequels we never had. That mm, Yeah, I'm kind of glad that they don't have a sequel. I know. I know. But as a kid, I was like, but what's through the Easter door? Yeah. Oh, geez. Like to for Jack Skellington to cross hairs with the bunny or the Easter Bunny, oh, that'd be yeah. fucking crazy. You have to wait to Rise of the Guardians to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, no, the one thing that I do remember is, because um, uh, uh, as we all know, we all have the soundtrack. Everyone has the fucking soundtrack. I know, soundtrack. I'm jamming right now. <laughs> yes. Everyone's favorite. Come with us and you will see this our town of Halloween. We're going to... We're gonna be singing throughout this you know entire what's weird? damn the Ma- thing. Do you have the Marilyn Manson like cover? Oh of this God, yes! Awesome. Are you kidding me? Hell yes! Nobody um, wants to hear us talk over this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, what what's really fun about the soundtrack is is because uh, as we know, we all have it. Um, the narrator at the beginning of the film, um, in the soundtrack, it's actually Patrick Stewart. Oh reading. wow! Um, but in the film, it's not. I'm trying to find out who who exactly it was. Um, cause I know he's like a, I, I know he's a cast from what we do in the shadows. Yes. <laughs> oh, love it. Look at this. The visuals are just so like the, it's just it's dripping in neo uh, or, um, uh, German expressionism. Oh yeah. 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 Um, as a matter of fact, I believe, uh, when they were doing the set design, they were like, yeah, this movie is basically like, we're, we're basically animating a pop-up book. Yeah. Um, where like everything has a in the opening or Halloween Town is all just like German expressionism cranked to eleven. Um, Christmas Town is uh, Doctor Seuss, yeah. and then the real world is just kind of flat and sort of boring. So this stuff just pops up even more. Oh, there he is! Oh, there he is! The yeah. Boogie Boogie Man. Ah, uh, he's so scary. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a tender lumpling? I don't know. Is that flesh? I don't. I don't. Uh, actually, I believe no. Yeah, that is a reference to uh, an Oingo Boingo song of which Danny Elfman. Oh yes. wait, Danny Elfman worked out because I'm always telling people. Is it is it in Dead Man's Party? Is it in that album? I that's wanna, a classic Halloween I album. I want to say yes. Yes. Because that is like known as a Halloween album. Yes. Um. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Danny, I'll give it up to Danny Elfman for bringing this music to life. Cause, oh, yeah. Um, I do remember him reading, this was literally the easiest job in the world. Oh, is he just... <laughs> it's just... Like where they were looking at the uh, the visuals and uh, all the the production design and everything. There he is. Yes. yes, I love how his bow tie kind of 
pulls out. It's like it, oh, it is a, it is a bat. No, it is a bat. Is it actually? A bat I'm pretty bat? sure like his uh, his bow tie um, is like a, a little bat that just sits there, yeah. like in the Flintstones. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Either way, it's cool. <laughs> but uh, Danny Elfman said this was like one of the easiest things ever, um, and uh, uh, I think uh, what really. Uh, made him have really fun because as you know he's the singing voice to jack skellington yes um and the only reason why they got uh uh, uh what's his name uh chris sarandon uh sarandon yes mm-hmm. that's uh the only reason why they got him as the speaking role is because he sounds a lot like elfman's singing voice ah. and he admits like i'm a terrible singer so <laughs> so all worked out really well oh the Professor, uh, was it, um, uh, Fink- Finkelstein, yeah. Finkelstein, Frankelstein. It's Finkelstein. <laughs> it's Finkelstein. Funkelstein. <laughs> yeah, he's the one character that always I kind of. Him. He's a, he's the Sally one character that really. deserves better. Yeah, well, I, I always kind of got like a weird sugar daddy relationship with them. Like, it's it's abusive whether it's parental or not. Oh, that's true. I'm just saying, but uh, like clearly, uh, she's made for Jack. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I, I well, want to say sure fin- literally, she was made. Yeah. <laughs> like a la Bride of Frankenstein. Yes. But uh, it's maybe fu- he's just old and his kids hate him, so he made a new kid. Now she <laughs> hates him. <laughs> or maybe it's a weird sugar daddy thing. Maybe. Who knows? <sighs> but she has to poison him to sneak out. Const- he does that. She does that constantly, though. I know. It's great. I love how people are just trying to kill each other. This is a great image. Yeah, Halloween Town's kind of a horrible town. So it re- it, well, it's a horrible town, but in but all the like good ways. But they like it. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's this weird... It, it's like a weird love-hate It's a macabre town. Yes. It's a, yes. it's a better word. But I do really love that... It, I, I feel like everyone, every goth chick could just, like... Oh, every goth chick has done Sally. Sally for Halloween at least once. Well, it's also the fact that, um, like, when she's just, like, there sewing her arm back up, mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, that's uh, that always felt like, you know, the, uh, the, the edgy goth girl, like, just trying to cut herself to be cool. Oh, yeah, where well, you don't, you don't go in, you don't really, I mean... S- Self-harm is a weird, weird subject, but there it was is. definitely the people who'd be like, oh, yes, I'm going to scratch myself with a, with a butter the dull knife. side of the, an X-Acto blade. <laughs> I have little red lines where I didn't cut through my... <laughs> I did that. Uh, it's, we're, yeah, we, we, it's a weird culture, it's a weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> where it became cool, and then people tried to do it and went, oh, no, no, this is a mental illness thing. That's yeah, not... Let's, not. <laughs> let's never do that again. <laughs> I also really love that, uh, you know, Jack's whole motivation is like... He's just bored. Yeah. It's like, very relatable. Mm-hmm. All the way through, like, your teens. Pumpkin King. Tired of the same old thing. Yes, but Growing I do... Growing up in this small town in Ohio and or New Jersey. Oh, everyone wants to move out of their hometown, Jack. Yes. That's... I, I assure you, that's... One of the shitty states where all the pop-punk bands come from. <laughs> It's always Ohio or New Jersey that like yeah. these pump punk bands is like I want to run away from my hometown, exactly. never look back yeah. with my love. Like and, yes, and then of course you know from the shit states. And then of course you know there's like the people that actually like keep on lamenting doing that in their thirties. 
but they just don't do it for reasons. You just have to afford checkered vans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Some of us had stick and poke Triforce tattoos to make with Sharpie marker <laughs> and your mom's sewing kit, Tim. <laughs> Some of us had lie. I do really love the, the, the moonlight, the poster image of like the uh, the weird Dr. Seuss swirl hill. Yes. Love it. The swirls have become like the Tim Burton thing. It has. Um, also, the but it works al- perfectly. Also, this is uh, again the uh, the the second major move. Well, actually, uh, yeah, this is the second because it happens again later on, where uh, one of the main protagonists of the film has a striped suit. Oh yeah. Yeah, because we first saw it with Beetlejuice. We see it again with Jack Skellington, and then we see it with uh, Christopher Walken. In as Max Shrek in Batman Returns, hey. and actually that's the whole reason why um, Tim Burton did not direct this. Well, it's one of the two reasons. I love this the way it just uncurls for him to <laughs> walk down. I love that. Um, but the whole reason why he didn't direct it is because he was knee deep in doing Batman Returns. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, well, it's also that, and he's like, I'm not gonna put up with the slow pro. Like, I don't want to direct in slow motion. Which I totally, totally sympathize with. Oh, yeah. Because it takes... Stop motion is hard. It takes a lot of patience, man. Like, uh, um, and that's where I think where, you know, Henry Selleck gets all the, the credit. He, he should get all the credit for bringing it to life. Tim Burton may have imagined all of this, but he, uh, Henry was the one who um, brought it to life, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it's weird. Deadly nightshade. She's getting some witch hazel. She's gonna put some toner on that skin. Go oh, impress Jack. The the music always oh. like creeped me out. It's the the low trumpet. Oh so yeah. Like, it's just yeah, gross. <sighs> Love the lighting. Like, like the the uh, the up shadows, like the uh, the Dutch lighting. Oh yeah. Sort of thing. Like when you're uh, out camping and you've got your flashlight and you yes. uh, spooky face and you're like woo. I also love it's not and it's not just the lighting and but the textures and all the uh, the um uh the right colors too. Yeah. It's the colors and textures that also really just like oh god it, it's his mouth that's so unpleasant. It's like gross little duck mouth but it's not a beak because it's just got people teeth in it. And, well and they're like most of them are missing and and, and the ones that are there are realistic. He does have a duck mouth. Yeah, he's got a duck mouth. It's like a, a really Gross. E- ew. <laughs> oh, Zero. Everyone loves Zero. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen that one theory that uh, Tim Burton's like weird goth stop motion movies are just happening in reverse? Yeah, because uh, Zero's this little dog in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, but there's a skeleton dog in uh, Corpse Bride. Yes. And then I think there's a live dog in another movie. In Frank and Weenie. In Frank and Weenie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's literally Frank Frank and Weenie is Jack Skellington as a little kid. Uh, Corpse Bride is him all grown up. And then this is him long dead. Oh, yeah. So well, the dog, because there's no connection between, I think the main characters are pretty distinct. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean, there, it's the same, like, By distinct, tale. I mean the main characters of Corpse, yeah. Corpse Bride is very forgettable, Victor. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, I've only I, I fell asleep watching it, but that was because it was a oh, weird Halloween and it was kind of. It's late. a good movie, but the main character and his love interest 
are boring. And ah. their names are Victor and Victoria, and they wear beige. And they're just kind of the everyman for you to meet Emily, the corpse bride, who's yeah. awesome. Gotcha. Did you ever see Frank and Weenie? I have not. No, I have not. I need to see that then. That's going to have to be going on I didn't see it coming list. out in any theaters or anything. And I was like, oh, if I, if I see this online, I see it. I think it was between that and... I think it was that and Paranorman came out around the same Paranorman's time. Paranorman's good. Now, that one I did see, yes. and it's way better than it has any right to be. <laughs> <coughs> But uh, I love the, the, mayor. The, the, the mayor, um, I think uh, Honest Trailers pointed out uh, like when they put their and starring um, when they showed this guy, they called him a two faced politician. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I bet that's intentional. That's got yes. to be like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's actually subtle to the point when it's like you don't notice it until someone points it out. I'm like, God damn it. Damn it. Sometimes <laughs> when you're a kid and they throw in jokes for the adults, you're like. You know that they're throwing in a joke for the adults, and you, like, look at your mom, and you're like, who's David Hasselhoff? I don't understand the yeah. last five minutes of this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, there are the weird doors. What if he went through St. Patrick's Day? He would have got wasted. Wasted. Just wasted. He would have just act, added, act, like, activated charcoal to all the beer and made it black and shit. And you know what else? He probably would have been uh, taking notes from the leprechauns to play little tricks on people. Oh my god, actually, he would have just had a blast. It wouldn't he probably have been different been. enough for him. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right, because let's be honest, every single fucking, like, millennial now gets totally wasted on Halloween night. On Halloween night. Like, Halloween night is a, just a night to get blasted and maybe get lucky while dressing up with a bunch of spooky things and <laughs> spooky friends. Like, that's that's just what we do, you uh, know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a little old for it. I need to find a new... Because I can't trick-or-treat anymore. Yeah. And drinking is really fun, but I'm at the age where the hangover is worse than the drinking is good. Mm. Very true. After, like, my second glass of wine, I'm like, I need to have water in between now. <laughs> I'm an old-ass lady. And, of course, now the, uh... Oh, the, I love yes. it. The this fuck? Is, the no, fuck? The fuck? The fuck is in the... <laughs> this, is, this is, uh, this is what everyone listens to at, at Christmas. Like, and that's the ingenious thing about, the, oh, I love this. Poof, poof. <laughs> that it's like a trans holiday special. Like, well, you can yeah. watch it throughout. Well, because the thing is, like, do you know what this was originally inspired by? Like, Tim Burton's original poem. Do you know what it was actually inspired by? No. Uh, when he was, uh, I think it was back in the 80s. Um, the fuck? Because <laughs> there's color everywhere. Yeah. The fuck? There's white things in here. I must be dreaming. <laughs> Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? The fuck? But, <laughs> but uh, he was actually in a department store looking around at in between, like around Thanksgiving time, and they still had some Halloween stuff, but they also had Christmas stuff because, as you know, it's always too fucking early. And he was just kind of staring at it for a long time and just imagining a whimsical, like. Uh, um, interaction between the two in like a department store when when it closes. So it's probably like a Toy Story thing in his mind when he first conceptualized. At the very beginning, yeah. Uh, like but, that second he was in the department store. And well, and then it kind of evolved into a poem where it was like taking inspiration from you know the rank. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, 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 How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, Twas the night before Christmas and. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, Rudolph the, the all the Rankin Bass movies. Oh yeah. Um, and you can obviously see that they're, especially in this section, you can see a little bit of Rankin Bass in oh, there. Oh, even especially just because stop motion is such a rare medium. Yes. 
And that's what I think of when I think of stop motion is those old, old Christmas movies. Because honestly, you know what I think? Because when they decided to finally do it as a stop motion movie, I bet they were looking a lot of the old Rankin-Bass movies. And they're like, There's been we're going to do this, but better. Two <laughs> network TV shows that you do like cheap live action that I've seen because it's a Christmas special, then do a stop motion episode. Yeah. Because that's just that I- iconic. Mm-hmm. I think of the community, and then I think of the short, very brutal, very violent, always sunny in Philadelphia Christmas yeah. episode. I've, where uh, they, I've, I've they also, just disembowel like a cute little I've seen stop them, motion prank. I think also they they, uh, they parody that in uh, one of the Fairly Odd Parents episodes when but I was did, growing up. Did they but... do a full stop motion? Yeah, it was full yeah. stop motion. Like for like a half, a, like a minute and a half worth, but mm. it was there. Um, and then, of course, now we have, you know, guys like Robot Chicken doing this constantly. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, for 93, this is really amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, and um, Robot Chicken's a comedy, so they can get away with using just, just toys and not having to be perfect on the aesthetic because they're funny as fuck. Yes. That's what we care about. Yes. Whereas I these guys... I would call them the pinnacle of stop-motion animation as an art. No, th- for that is probably, the, like, the, the modern, like, stuff that we've seen with uh, Coraline, Paranorman. Um, but this was definitely the whole reason those movies were made in the first place. Oh, yeah. Cause... And that's why they're all kind of that same genre. Yeah. And because I remember uh, when they were trying oh, to... Oh, wait. Was yes. James and the Giant Peach before this, though? Ooh, that's actually a good question. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Because that's a really good question. That's a really good question. I'm going to look it up. But mm-hmm. I do remember that... Uh... So that's why I, I pin Roll Doll as, as kind of a children's... Not horror, but it's uncanny, it's gross, it's creepy. Um, I love all of his stuff. Uh, no, this James and the Giants Pete, which is which uh, was after this. Was after this. Yes, okay. that, that was ninety six. So that was also in an, on the success of yep, Nightmare. That had to have been because they they saw that and they were looking at the box office numbers and were like, quick, throw something together, quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they had a hard time selling this because they were like, this is too weird and whatnot, but. Eventually, I think, uh, because this this was, again, this was, like, in his head since, like, the 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were, like, uh, Disney was finally, like, well, we still kind of have the rights to this. Let's get a director. Let's get Tim Burton involved, and let's let's make it. And yeah. they, it, damn, by God, they sure as hell did. Um, worms wart. And it's, it's <laughs> very sad that these sort of, I'm going to say, like, juvenile fiction genre stuff are really risky marketing wise yeah like most people want to aim for like a young young audience or yep. an adult audience yeah because a a 12 year old will see something that's geared towards an 18 year old mm-hmm. because it'll make them feel grown up they won't get it all the way trying to make something that's geared for a 12 year old yeah and that's what this is yes it's not for kids but it's not necessarily for grown-ups it's for those like early teens eat it eat it <laughs> <laughs> nothing's more suspicious than frog breath um it's oh, like when a... you you flavor your coffee with like almond milk to like yeah. disguise the fact that you put cyanide in it and then they smell the almonds and they're like bitch i know <laughs> does that happen to you it's like yeah this... come on have a little like at least try <sighs> But, uh, oh, I really love that shot. Because there's a couple of shots in this movie where they actually do make it live action 24 frames a second. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think, uh, I forget which ones. I know one of them when uh, Oogie Boogie's bugs are pouring oh, in. Oh, yeah. 
there's is that one why that's so visceral? I think so. Four frames a second. Yeah, not like the the weird movements. The uh, the uh, what I call hyper real movements of stop motion. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I've always kind of felt that it always was. Um, oh, Jack's back. He's had a grand old time. He's had a grand old midlife crisis. In <laughs> Um, but oh yeah, um, going back to like the the Rankin Bass stuff, uh, they actually they actually did want didn't want to do it as a feature film. Yeah, they were thinking because because there were so many chock full of like creative ideas, um, as with most Tim Burton movies are. Yeah, uh, they uh, they were actually considering making this like a uh, a, a Chris like an independent Christmas uh, film fa- uh, uh, TV movie. Oh, you know. Okay. Sort of like a Charlie Brown Christmas in that sort of way, where it's a movie, but yeah, but it's a little bit more low key. It's on TV and not the theaters or whatnot. But they also even considered doing it as like a children's pop up book. Oh yeah. Which I'm sure, like now that this movie has gotten so successful, that's got to be a thing. Somewhere. Oh, it, w- it would sell for sure. But pop up books don't remain in the memory of the pop culture. Like everybody would have bought it for unless one it's year. the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> A gay that, icon. That shit is <laughs> fucking crazy. Have you seen the fucking new robot chicken with the, with the queer eye guys who go and make over the Babadook? I don't think so. <laughs> and he's like, give me the boy. And he's like, don't worry. You, you will be crawling with boys once you're done. Bring me the boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this nice haircut and like this like button up form fitting outfit. And he's just like, give me the boy. <laughs> Babadook needs to cameo in a sequel to this if they ever really do. Oh, Babadook. Because honestly. Um, he showed up in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. For like one second. For that one was great. Second. Yes, that and was then good. And Applebee's ripped off the What We Do in the Shadows poster with their drink. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's purple and it's got the glow in the dark teeth. And it's like, that reminds me of a certain, <laughs> certain Amazon Prime image that Applebee's, I see when I go to watch it. A- Applebee's, are you really trying to like appease to our taste? And it did. I tried to go to the Applebee's on Reed Hartman, but it was closed <laughs> down. I got really mad because I wanted a $1 drink that had a glow in the dark vampire thing for free in it. <laughs> like, I was like, yes, give me a shitty low alcohol margarita, please. Applebee's, one campaign that actually was successful to a millennial. But you're already dead. And it's dead. <laughs> I'm not going to drive more than five minutes to find an Applebee's. Nope. No, no way. Because besides, they're a bunch of ripoff artists. Anyway. No, they're, they're mostly like, do you like frozen food from the Walmart freezer section? But do you hate cleaning up your kitchen? Why not go and to paying, Applebee's? And paying way too much for it. Oh, yeah. Like way too much. Yeah. You pay three times as much and we'll microwave it for you and we'll serve it. And then you won't have to clean your kitchen. I also really love how Jack's trying. I almost died in an Applebee's once. Really? When I was five, I choked on a mozzarella stick. <laughs> and then I pulled it out of my throat, but it got stuck because the mozzarella kept stretching. <laughs> and I was just sat there like this, unable to breathe. For just like... pulling it completely out of yeah. the throat, like Matrix style. Yeah. <laughs> and then I finally got out, and I was like, Mom, I choked. <laughs> she just looked at me like... You had a weird childhood, you know that? <laughs> I loved Applebee's as a kid. Because I went to Applebee's once. It was the first time I ever had mozzarella sticks. And I didn't love Applebee's. I loved mozzarella sticks. Mm-hmm. As you can see, that I almost died for them. <laughs> um, I thought they were the only place that had them. And so I always wanted to go to Applebee's. Until my mom bought frozen mozzarella sticks. And then I was over Applebee's for a while. 
Thank God. <laughs> Sandy Claus. I love how they spell claws. I think it's literally what Jack thinks it is. No, he, he has to, because uh, that... Because that feels just so spooky and so whimsical and fun. Yeah, I just he love it. Yeah, he Santa Claus and he's like, what, do you, what sort of claws do you have? What, Sandy claws? What kind of claws does he have? And I really love the fact that he's like doing research and calculations about this. Like, <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? He is Charlie Day. That, the Charlie Day meme. <laughs> He is the Pepe <laughs> Sylvia in the yes. background. It's like, what's this? Carol and HR? <laughs> Christmas carols? Rudolph? Sandy Claus? <laughs> Elves? Elves? <laughs> Leprechaun in the basement? Forced labor? <laughs> like, what is going on? What does that all mean? like five cigarettes. She's like, Sally. Okay, Sally, listen. Listen. I get all the mail. And it's all addressed to the North Pole. But guess what? There's no address on it. So I call Carol in HR and I go, Carol. And there's no Christmas Carol in HR. Oh, uh, <laughs> being put in the box. Oh, boo. boo. And locking her in like that. That it's It looks like the Batman vault. <laughs> it looks like the Batsuit vault. No <laughs> Get an no, aspirin. You're a doctor. Get an aspirin. You're a doctor. Deal with it. <laughs> You're a doctor. Deal with it. <laughs> I like how usually we provide like interesting insight and backstory to this. But yeah. we're just talking about our cringy like 2000s era lives. Well, it's mostly you. Remember, mostly I, me. Because remember, I I did I came I was a very very late bloomer. Like, oh yeah. By the time because I uh, entered into high school in 2007 and that was the first public school that I went to. So, oh yeah. Yeah, it was crazy because like the biggest class that I knew before that was like 23 kids. Oh wow. Yeah, and then I just jumped into a class of like 400. It was a crazy culture shock, and to, and it's honestly the reason why I really hated looking back at high school, because I'm like, this is a weird transitional period. I'm just going to put my head down and wait for the four-year timer to, to go up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my experience was more like put your head down and figure out a way to make Sharpie markers stay on your nails for more than two hours. <laughs> listing things that i did in 2005 can i can we gotta i i i gotta have you give me some like spooky uh well the trick um, is to put white out on your nails first and then color the white out with a black sharpie you put uh, black sharpie directly on your nails they just stain everything and wear off uh, now lipstick sharpie will stay on your lips forever but you'll get a weird high and you'll have chap lips <laughs> And they'll send you to the office and you won't be able to wash it off. Doing teddy bear dissection. And don't even fuck with it as eyeliner because I tried that once and it burns. Oh, God, no. You know, I'm just, I literally, <laughs> My look, mom wouldn't let me wear black makeup. Look, you know, I, I had to improvise with school supplies. Look, I will just settle for I you. I was 10 and angry. <laughs> look, I will just settle for you doing uh, some spooky uh, Sharpie tattoos on me. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's totally fine yes. at this point. I'll be cool with that, but otherwise, yeah. I'll pass on all the rest of the stuff. All I, if I'm gonna get my nails painted like a super emo goth, then I'll do it the right way. You'll go to a proper <laughs> manicurist, and that's right. Get those cuticles pushed pushed back. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, what is she making again? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She's making a cute little basket to send Jack. Mm -hmm. Oh, is this where she sings her sad song? Se uh, not. 
I, not just about. Oh wait, no. This is the part where she uh, throws herself out a window. Hey kids, you want to be like <laughs> Sally? <laughs> Throw yourself out a window. You'll be fine. You can just stitch yourself back up together. <laughs> Yeet. Yeet. Oh, yeah. Here's the point where she just. Yeet. <laughs> ah, she's fine. She's fine. See. See, kids? You watch that, and if you watch that when you're old enough, like if you're 12 or 13, you think for a second she's killed herself. Mm -hmm. I think I remember seeing this for the first time. I'm like, wait, whoa, wait. I know she's dead, but is she, like, dead dead? But no, she literally just, oh, like... Oh, yeah, you, you think, like, oh, she felt so trapped that she threw herself outside the window. No. And then and you're everybody like, under the age of 10 knows she's alive. Well, yeah, because she's a spooky ghost thing. Mm -hmm. Like, she's a spooky Bride of Frankenstein with a potato sack. But who... I remember being, like, 13 and, like... Can we just acknowledge that Sally rocks oh, the potato sack dress just as good, if not better, than Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe? Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> Those potato sacks, Marilyn and Sally, after like... <laughs> no! I think that if I were, like, a manufacturer of, like, burlap clothing... I would just play this with me and my store <laughs> over, and she's like, Pepe Sylvia, exactly. <laughs> There's mini moose above the Christmas. Oh, yeah, there is. A Wait, was there a mini moose? I missed it. Yeah, the oh. little reindeer. Oh. oh, well, you know how Zero has that resemblance to a reindeer with, uh, you know, the little light on his red nose? Red nose, yeah. That's actually not a red nose. Upon closer inspection you uh tend to realize and i know understand that it's really hard for like vhs's and whatnot but if oh, yeah. you look close enough zero's nose is not a little red dot like rudolph it's actually a little tiny jack-o-lantern what yeah that's so cute it's what? adorable actually yeah like, i've i've never had this on dvd or like paused it um in the past couple years i've put this on at parties instead of like sitting down and watching where i could stop and i think this is a movie that both of us like uh when this is all over we really do need to oh i really love this watch it carefully because it's just been in my consciousness for so long that i was kind of let it white noise for a bit yeah which is <laughs> no it's oh shit um but yeah you're because honestly like this is a movie that really invites the eye to go in and look at all the tiny little crooks and crannies and little easter eggs and details that they hidden throughout this movie because you can tell they they've really just gone nuts with it um but you, what you can see in the shadows oh i love that oh they walk around with the sun, <laughs> but uh yeah it's one of those movies where because i think even uh roger ebert's original review is like this movie is kind of like star wars and the fact that it's so visually unique and so new and original that you just kind of want to watch it first for the story and then you watch it again and you look at for all the tiny little details and just kind of appreciate all the craft that went into it oh yeah you know um like I here think... they've textured the windows and made them look like musty or cracked or spiderweb covered yeah they've That's... got little spiderwebs and they add like little textures of dust mm -hmm. which uh by the way dust is a stop motion animator's worst nightmare Oh, yeah. Ever. Like, uh, I think uh, one of the best uh, ways I can articulate it if, is if you've ever seen the uh, the Robot Chicken sketch where the Emperor gets the call from Darth Vader where the the Death Star's blown up. Yes. If you uh, honestly, because I, I see it every time I watch it because it's such a static shot of the desk and him taking the call. 
Yeah. You can see the dust shift oh, as it yeah. progresses. So dust is, and again, it, it works for Robot Chicken because they're like lowbrow kind of, you They're know. supposed to be cheap. It's a sketch. Nobody's yeah. going to say this ruins the authorship of Robot Chicken's grand artistic intention. <laughs> exactly. But when. To make fun of Darth Vader's dick or whatever. <laughs> but when you're doing this kind of professional shit where you really want it to shine, dust is your worst enemy. <laughs> like animating these things because these take days to edit. Oh, yeah. Just to, to do. Um, so you can imagine, like, trying to get a weird, like, layer of dust, but not, you know. I feel like it's all drawn on. I feel like you see, like, a lot of. It does. It almost does feel like it could be a, a, a 2D animation in, again, going in the realm of, like, a, a How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. With that, uh, just if. Doctor Doctor Seuss Just had with a that storybook very hand drawn where you get the watercolors or the the inking. I'm just thinking if Doctor Seuss uh, had a baby with uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh yeah. You know, like that's that's what I feel like the uh, the the especially. <laughs> the, you know what? That really. Oh, I love his laugh. The laugh is great. I Eureka! Like, I like the your electric chair. Yes. <laughs> but uh, you know, you're right. You know what? Tim Burton is the unholy birth of birthing child of Edgar Allan Poe and Dr. Seuss. Yes. He really is. Now that I, the more that I think about it, that's great. I love that. Dr. Beetlestein. Oh, I wonder if that's like a weird cousin of Beetlejuice. Beetlestein. Beetle, uh, maybe. I don't know, but uh, that's all. Oh, and of course, this is, uh, this is where the, the everyone tries to make, I love what their idea of uh, a cute little toy for a kid would be. Oh, it's like the baby's not crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good baby. Make it more. Baby scream. Can you make Can you make reindeer fly? <laughs> I love uh, just And also the science that he a I applies like that to it. everyone supports him. Yeah, well, he <laughs> is the pumpkin king, yeah. so it's kind of his own it's area. mandatory, but... <laughs> But it's just, I love how it's them just working so against their own nature, you know? <laughs> That's what it's about. It's about trying something new and growing from it. Yes. And then becoming a better version of yourself than you were before. Also realizing where you're, you, um, realizing where you truly belong is uh, by going to somewhere that you haven't gone. Yeah, you know? get leaving your comfort zone. Exactly. Do something that scares you every day. Or, well, I mean, not in Jack's case. I think it's just him, like, he's yeah. trying to break the mold and try to be something different when he realizes at the end of the day, like, no, this is what I was made for. Like, yeah. this is who I am, and I should embrace it. Mm -hmm. This is all about... But you have to reach out away from who you are in order to kind of realize that if true you, if you stay in and watch the same shows every day then you kind it gets of stale yeah it really does but uh now that i re the more i think about it it's the message is kids stay in your hometown because there's literally nothing better no. <laughs> no. No. That's a bad Have way to spin it. Have you seen the text it. post where it was like that should, you know country what? music. I'm going to live and die in my hometown. Smiley face. Pop punk emo. I'm going to live and die in my hometown. Brownie <laughs> face. 
You know, I think that would be a really great way to badly explain the movie. Yeah. Like, have you seen those posts? Badly explain a movie in a badly sentence. Badly explain a movie. <laughs> I'm going to live and die in my home. <laughs> Emo kid tries to leave his hometown and try something new and realizes that he was where he was the entire time. Oh, I love this song. Because it's also the organ yeah, that plays. Sandy Claus. Yes. Because, well, also, I just love how, because when you really break it down They're in the so lyrics. brutal. Well, yeah, when you break down the, the lyrics of what they want to do to this guy. In a, a box. box Lie him, him for 90 years, see if he talks. <laughs> but, yeah, the, ki- the shit that they talk about doing to him is like, when you actually listen to the lyrics, it's like, holy shit, is this You're real? like, Jack, no, you've hired the wrong people. <laughs> you really have. Like, dude. Like, they want to bury him for 90 years and see if just to see if he talks. Uh, Jack's like, hey, can you kidnap this guy so he can do his job for a day? Like, just, <laughs> I don't know, tie him up, give him some, like, cartoons or something. And the kid's like, let's torture this fucker. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, of course, they even think about blowing him up and just killing him. Just kill him. Like, what the hell? Jack can get Christmas forever. <laughs> tie him in a bag. Throw him in, in the, the ocean, ocean and see if he is sad. What do you think? <laughs> and of course, I really do. But I do. And that spider thing died. Yeah, they just they just are. T- Kids are fucked up, right? <laughs> oh man. And I do love the the bathtub that walks. Oh man. That. Oh, where have I seen that before? I feel like I've seen that somewhere before. I mean. I don't know. The thing I'm thinking of, you would never know because it's an obscure PC game. Um, oh, do tell. Uh, Nightmare Ned. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. So it's an obscure PC game about this kid who falls asleep and is in Nightmare Land. He's in like a nightmare version of a school, a nightmare version of like just bathrooms, like the concept of bathrooms. And the concept of bathroom level is my favorite because you have to jump from bathtub to bathtub <laughs> while rats scamper along the ceiling trying to drop like... Um, Oh man! Toasters and shit on you while singing this like death tango song about electrocuting you to death. See, now I feel like this movie influenced that. No, like, it, oh, it absolutely <laughs> is. It's and it, even like the starting level is like, oh, you're in a room with a bunch of doors. Which door do you jump through? <laughs> but it's an impossible. It's like an old video game. So it's really hard to beat. I don't know what. Maybe was that was that in Vincent at all? Did he have you ever seen Vincent? No. It was the short film that uh, 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 by Tim Burton in his college years, and it was actually stop motion. Oh. Um, and honestly, if you look at it, like, dude, for real, like, you are just, you're, like, uh, this whole visual style lends itself to that because Vincent really feels like it's, he looks like Corpse Bride, but just like a tiny little kid on oh, a tiny body. Yeah. You know what else I think took from this, uh, artistic style what's that you remember a series of unfortunate events oh my god he's totally like if you look at the covers of those totally shows and movies they've influenced totally even the uh, other even to a certain certain extent the uh the the film adaptation with uh jim Jim carrey Carrey, yeah Yeah. because i know bo welch who uh actually did the production design on beetlejuice uh did that one oh you said it a third time you said it three times in the podcast hey hey What's happening? Oh, I'm so here. You summoned him. What did you do? I'm here to exercise. I I work. <laughs> I, I can't do Beetlejuice. You can't do it. I can't do it. Not I'm, even for the it's, bit. You uh, really it's, the asshole. I'm. I'm. T- it's been a long, <laughs> long week, honestly. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, no, that's like an, another big thing about uh, Tim Burton because like his very first film was the short film 
called Vincent about, and it was literally every Tim Burtonism before Tim Burtonisms were a thing. Yeah. So that's that's, yeah, a lot of things coming back. Oh, I love this. It is the there's the Easter Bunny. <laughs> that's not Sandy Claus. <laughs> yeah, it'd actually be really funny if uh um if they did capture a leprechaun oh. and they just throw it out and like no that's supposed to be good luck oh man <laughs> if that was the scene then i would have like multiple like it's always sunny panels to put next to <laughs> charlie that's just a little person then why is he dressed like a leprechaun <laughs> because it's saint patrick's day you fuckers <laughs> that's what a leprechaun would say Dumb episodes. Ever. When they walk out, when they walk in, and he's doing the scene from uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes, now. yeah. That's my favorite bit. <laughs> when he's like gonna cut his ear. Oh my I god, that was so great. That's my favorite holiday episode of that show. Oh, I can't. Uh, it's always I haven't seen enough of it to oh, actually man. say, but uh, like, oh, oh, yeah, I love it, Mister. You prank. I like the Valentine's Day one where Max buys Dennis a rocket launcher. <laughs> it's the first time he's ever gotten a Valentine's Day present. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that thing. Days to Halloween and they change it to that's, Christmas. That's me. Like pretty on, much. Uh, on November 1st. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take down any of my decorations. Just, just kind of shopping. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> Making Christmas. Making Christmas. Yes. Making Christmas. Making Christmas is so fine. It's ours this time. And won't the children be surprised? Like, you know shit's going wrong. Love it. Okay, so this... I love them fucking up the toys. It's so dark. Making Christmas. Making Christmas. But all oh, the organ and everything. The organ's always just Danny so much Elfman's fun. Danny Elfman's got a really distinct style of music. Yes. Just... This is probably one of his fun. Hey, hey, check it out. It's the, the penguin from uh, uh, Batman Returns. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that shit, like a lot of these weird Tim Burtonism things come back as hor horrifying toys. Oh, it's great. Man. I like this guy. Yes. He's weird. Oh. Uh. And they're just like whipping this shit into shape. I love it. Okay, this is seriously the very first song that I play anytime I'm putting up uh, Christmas decorations. Uh. Every year it has to be this. Um, that and uh, Bob Rivers' uh, really great uh, Christmas parody album. Uh, the uh, What was it? Um, Twisted Christmas, yeah. Oh, is that the one where they have the jingle bells where they're like, ah, ha, 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 woo, and they make the weird noises? Uh, no, actually, it's like... I feel uh, like the, that's from Twisted Christmas. Um, there's like the 12 Pains of Christmas, We Wish You Weren't Living With Us. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. no, now I know what album you're that, that's, that's a really That's a really wonderful one. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I Am Santa Claus, which is like a parody of Iron Man. Oh, I am Sandy Claus. <laughs> A bat in place of this old rat. No, 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 that's all wrong. This will never make a present. It's been dead for far too long. Try something fresh or something pleasant. Try again. Don't give up. <laughs> Stuck to the mud, man. Yep. And then, of course, this. This is really great. Oh, man. Like, it blows my mind because I know that's a composite shot. That oh, has yeah. to have been. The way it, the camera moves and everything, it feels like such a composite thing. And then this is always great. I love the uh, the, the shadows in the background. They, they 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 still have one foot in uh, German expressionism. Oh yeah. You know, that's that's really great stuff, man. Oh, yeah, and there's the the, uh, the live action fire. Hey. 
Yeah. Oh, of course, yes. The uh, the, the creepy juxtaposition is great. The creepy organ as he brings the the reindeer to life. life I love it. Life, life, give my creature life. Yes. <laughs> uh, just, I love the juxtaposition. The, yes. Uh, what do you call it? The the transitions. Yes, the transitions, and also how the music shifts from like a very harp like a uh, uh, bell like tone to an evil organ. Yes. <laughs> things in musicals is when they do two versions of the same song yes maybe very similar lyrics but here they just go contact oh hey check it out it's the sandworm from beetlejuice hey! another beetlejuice cameo it's great and yeah again look at that just like the kids and then the the coffin i actually do love the fact that his sled has a coffin on it. oh i love it it's so much fun la 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 it's almost here and we can't wait so ring the bells and celebrate because when the full moon starts to climb we'll all sing out it's, it's christmas, christmas time <laughs> <laughs> i love that laugh i love when uh, it's too foggy for him to fly <laughs> and he gets his little ghost dog yes oh no but his laugh is just so cute just <laughs> Oh, no. Sandy Claus. Yep. Checking who's naughty and who's nice. That's the other thing. Okay, so Santa Claus and I believe uh, uh, there was like one adult, but otherwise they're all their faces are all cut off like a la uh, Charlie Brown. So isn't that weird? Like Santa Claus is the only one that you uh, see his full face as an adult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the other scenes you're focusing on children yeah and when you're showing the parents you want both the camera to be focused on the kid and maybe to have yeah you know but it does call back to that you know very traditional charlie brown classic uh, holiday uh, sort of storytelling you know? oh yeah um i do love the outfit and I, how <laughs> how his beard hangs down yeah <laughs> around his chin because he doesn't have a face See, now for every Christmas... You know it would be really great if there was a... Uh, you know When how you they... lose weight but you're too poor to buy new clothes yet, <laughs> so you just look like this for okay. a while. Okay, you know what? I have a new proposition for Hot Topic. As we know, like Hot Topic is... This movie funded pretty much like half of Hot Topic's income. It was pretty much this and Invader Zim for a yeah. while. Um, but even to this day... And before that, they sold stuff about music. I don't remember them actually <laughs> caring about that. That was the back of the story that I didn't give a to, to. But to this day, literally, this <laughs> song is all about... It literally just uh, got, gave Hot Topic all the, the, the magic bullets to yes. sell. But you know what would be a really great promo it's for just this? sell wrapping paper with no, this Better. Thing? Better. Okay, so just as have in, him show up in the Hot Topic and no, run close, their Black Friday sale Just or about close, because what I was going to do is, as you know, there's always a Hot Topic in every mall. Yeah. Get a Jack Skellington to be Santa at the mall instead of the regular Santa. Yes, if there was a Jack Skellington in the Hot Topic. Yes. Get some, like, bony-ass dude yes. to just sit there and, like... And terrify the little children. Yes! <laughs> and that'd be great for, like, when you're... Like seven or eight, and you don't believe in Santa anymore, but maybe you have younger siblings who do, or you think it's fun to still pretend to believe in Santa or still write the letters. Like I, I kept writing letters to Santa after I stopped, yeah, believing in him because it was fun to do. It was yes. part of Christmas. If you're like that, anywhere between seven and eighteen, really, yeah. like ironic older kid who still wants to partake in the joy, but 
doesn't mind the magic of it getting ruined a little bit. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Just have Jack Skellington. Like if you were like 10 and you're like, oh, that's cool. Like the mall will have their own like standard Santa display and whatnot for the, you know, the regular people. And then right outside the Hot Topic is for all the weirdies. For all the weirdies, <laughs> yes. I'm an anti-Santa. Yes. Maybe have like an Oogie Boogie like playing around in the, like in the background that just like when you're taking a picture... Just comes around the corner, photo bombs you, and then right after the picture, just comes out and goes. There's too many employees. It's not Disney World. <laughs> they can't afford that. But it'd be fun. Just it would to like, be fun. Honestly, like if they just start with Jack Skellington's uh, Sandy Claws and just kind of start rolling with that, uh, I, I bet the they could make a bazillion. Yes, this is where they they go a little bit witch doctory. Almost. Oh, yeah. Like, it feels... Uh, well, he's got this, like, New Orleans blues voice. Yes. Too. Yes, New he Orleans. does. Because uh, I think they're... you got the gambling, and you've got the... Uh, uh, the, the crazy, like... The skeleton. Yes. It feels very New oh. Orleans Day of the Dead. Um, but uh, I think uh, that his main inspiration was uh, an early cartoon of Cab Calloway singing Minnie the Moocher, where they... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's singing Minnie the Moocher, uh, and they animate him into a walrus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they were looking at that and like, that's going to be Oogie Boogie, except he's going to be a spooky, like... Uh, Sandbag dude. Yeah, filled with bugs. Oh. And just coming out of his uh, his eyes and, and mouth and everything. I, yeah, yeah, I think I didn't like that the centipedes crawled into oh, the, the snake tongue and stuff. The snake tongue, like, yeah. Those guys, those skeletons are yes. actually in uh, the Dead Man's Party. Oh, right video. on. Yeah, if you right watch on. it, you'll recognize oh. those dudes. Yeah. God, so yeah, this really was the nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah. This for, scared the shit out of me as, for, like a, as a little baby. Uh, I forget exactly, like, because I know I've seen this. Um, Blacklight was, like, is weird looking, too. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Can you imagine those poor animators with this kind of lighting and trying to keep it consistent? Oh, yeah. Dude, because, I mean, it's one thing you to. You sneeze, and then the whole thing lights. <laughs> well, see, it's one. Th I mean, it's one thing to, like, like, you know, run your lighting calculations and, you know, get all your bearings and whatnot with regular lights. But to add a whole bunch of black lights like that just makes it so much worse and 10 times more much more of a headache oh yeah um but uh oh man does it really sing <laughs> and santa claus is just oh he is he's just having the worst he's just having a really bad christmas eve and me oh yeah guy works one night uh, one, one night a year and it's and it's and i'm stuck with the fucking uh uh a spoopy, a spoopy, um, uh, scarecrow filled with bugs. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? Why? And the kids are just eating it up, little shit bags. But now here comes the great launch where Jack's about to make his big entrance to, to go on out. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, this is where um, uh, Sally tries to make it too foggy for him to leap off because. She's a, the voice of conscience. Got to, got to, got to have a voice of reason. I love that. That's great. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, unfortunately, Sally should have read the uh, the the book Red, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer because Sally, look, I know you're trying to keep him grounded, but 
You're just playing into the myths. He researched for this. Yeah, he researched. Also, I just researched and I was wrong because I saw those skeletons in a thumbnail for a YouTube video based oh? off Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of music videos, I'm sorry. I clicked on it and it is a, a fan animation, so I'm mad ah. that those were, I thought they were in the background of the actual music video. But that is an album that Danny Elfman worked on. Yeah, which so makes... So I'm not surprised there's a fan animation well, with I mean, it, it would only make Corpse sense. Bride and everything. Yeah. Oh, now I'm disappointed that my fact was wrong. This fog is thick. Brains. No, fi- no thick. It's thick. Thick. No one's thick in Halloween Town. They all look like they're part of an emo band. Well, I mean, you could argue the mayor and Oogie Boogie are. But okay, Oogie Boogie's thick. He's thick, but unfortunately he's just... Such a he. Well, he is the bad guy. Yeah, he is the baddest guy. So he's not the cool thick. Nah, like Jack. And he's chunky too. It's mm-hmm. not. In, it's not in the right places. Yeah. He needs to do some squats. You know. <laughs> get that. Get that oogie where it needs to boogie. Like. <laughs> get some thighs. Get some thighs. Do some squats. Have Sally... Buy a little shapewear. That Sally could be thick if she wanted to. If she wanted to, that's very true. But yeah. to be fair, I think she just wants. To, I think she just goes with the uh, the thin, skeletal look for. Because it lets her sneak out easy. Well, it's also because you know it's kind of she's modeling herself after Jack Skellington, whom Ooh. she looks up to and whatnot. Yeah. And of course, we have this wonderful song, that. Ah, oh, this which, is a sad song I've been waiting for. Yes, and of course you remember who uh, plays Sally, right? No. Catherine O'Hara. Really? Another Be- uh, Beetlejuice alumni. Hey. Yeah. She, um, but, uh, yeah. The, uh, do, this... And you've said it three times again. This is the second time you've said it three times in a row. Uh, three times summons him, three times gets him away. Oh, okay. So you chased him away. So it's Perfect. all good. Perfect. It's all good. I can't say it anymore. I'll just say uh, that Tim Burton movie that he did with Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Community all the way through? No. There's a long-running gag they do where they say Beetlejuice three times throughout um, the first three seasons. Yeah. And the third time they say it, if you look in the background during the Halloween episode, he's, like, behind, like, Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's great. Somebody guessed in a costume walks by. That's great. (laughs) Mm. Okay, so... Let's be, uh, okay. So you've obviously lived through like a lot of the emo stuff and just did all the cringy stuff. Oh yeah. Did oh. you ever sing to this song in a graveyard? No, no. Um. See now, now because I know for Halloween, like just because things are gonna be really crazy for me at the end of the year, we're just gonna have like a little. Uh, my girlfriend and I are gonna have a picnic out in the graveyard, mm-hmm. like a couple of awesome goth kids just. Yeah. yeah, and of course you were, you're going to be there, but I'll just play this song for you, and you can just kind of sing along and dance uh, off that. Yeah. Just cross that off the bucket list, you know, because I feel like I didn't start actually walking around in graveyards until I was like in my twenties. Oh, really? They're just nice and peaceful, and as long as you can be respectful, they're kind of like parks that are in the middle of everything. Yeah, they're just nice. Yeah. They're just a really great place to kind of chill. Yeah. Or if, or or if you were in the eighties, uh, get naked. 
and uh, stand on top of a grave and dance to, to make love till we die. <laughs> That's yes. right. <laughs> yes. Well, that would be trashy. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, this is one of my favorite bits in the whole movie. Oh, he's so cute. He's oh, so pure. I, yes, I love it. Like, and I love how the camera moves like that, where you can actually follow what the like the airplane motion that he's doing. Like Danny in the shot. <laughs> and he kind of is, isn't he? Minus the tricycle. They should have had a, tri- a kid with a tricycle. Oh man! Come on, like that would have been so easy. Yes, that would have been great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do love this. He's like, I'm got a little present. I got you a little gift. This is the part that scarred me for life forever. Oh my gosh, this is the. Scene. I love this. The, this parents watching. And this like, still kind of freaks me out. There, sweetie. Yes, it's just the way it's all set up. Oh, and the mom's. This. That shot freaked me out so much as a kid. It's the whole reason why I didn't watch this until, like, high school. You're right, though. Like, you can't see the mayor's face. The, the mom's even in that, like, house coat that yes. you see women wear in, like, yes. old Looney Tunes. And, of course, the uh, the dad's Like, she looks like she's bathrobe. about to beat Sylvester the cat or something. <laughs> and, of course, the dad is in his bathrobe and everything, just oh, like yeah. every other thing. Um, but, oh, I love the silhouette. Oh, man. It's yep. like you're waiting for something terrible to happen to yep. her. Oh, God. It's so scary. He's just trying to be nice. It's the worst. <laughs> Stop being so nice. Oh, I actually do love what the, the snake does to the tree. It's so great. Oh, boy. Oh, goody. Toy, I love you. I'm Hello, I'm going to kill you. Dude, actually, you know what? Just... Put Chucky in this movie. Oh, man. <laughs> he would do he a Chucky, in. wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I can actually see Jack Skellington giving away, like, an actual cursed Chucky doll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great crossover, actually. I'm not going to lie. Oh. <laughs> the bats. <laughs> no, it's uh, oh, this. This. That. <laughs> the, kid's no. just, the kid's just, like, terrified and just, like, doesn't know what to do. <laughs> And, of course, everyone's just locking everything up. I love it. Uh, Let me give you gifts. Let me keep, It turns up the fire. I love it. Now, see, there was actually a similar concept, I believe, in a Fairly Odd Parents episode uh-huh. where Timmy wishes that uh, uh, it was Christmas every day. Yeah. Um, but people, but by, like, after two months have gone by, people are sick of Christmas. Oh, yeah. And Santa's overworked and he's running out of the ideas. So he's um, just giving them, like, random shit? No, he's giving them... Well, first off, like, the quantity has gone down, like, significantly. Yeah. And he's just giving them, like, shitty toys. And even he's like, these toys stink! I'm running out of creative ideas! But there's actually a sequence that I wish was in this movie where um, people are so fed up with Santa coming to like coming, and they want to just, like, get rid of him so maybe that will, like, stop the endless Christmas cycle mm-hmm. that the army actually starts shooting at him. Oh, no. Like, they, like, just like, oh, wait, no, they do start shooting at him. Yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot this was in here. Yeah. Damn it, Fairly Our Parents ripped that off, too. out of the sky? That's, that's so true. Wow, I'm, it's been a while since I've seen this one, folks. There's a little jack of lantern Oh, my gosh. That's so precious. I love Zero so much. But you've almost... I really love how he's like trying to stay in character with his ho-ho-ho voice. But you most of all. Yeah. 
But uh, I do really love the Fairly Odd Parents joke where they actually just not only do they they have they have release the chimney, release the cookies and milk, everyone pretend to be asleep. They all rip off their uniforms and they're all in their pajamas, and one of them just falls asleep like, oh wait, get a football. Yeah. <laughs> and they just tried shooting down Santa. I but think yeah. there's a local uh, brewery that makes a beer called uh, Santa's Bride. Oh, God, this. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Boogie Boogie has a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. But no, what, what was it about the brew? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, they, they make a, a brew called uh, Santa's Bribe. <laughs> that's great. I need Dad's that. really Santa. That's I need, what he wants. I need that for my bar. But yes. no, that's so second time from uh, that uh, Tim Burton's done this. Um, the leg gag? Yeah, well, the... Remember, yeah, the leg gag. You remember um, Michael Keaton was feeling up the, oh, uh, the yeah. severed pretty leg? <laughs> and get, oh, that's, that, it carries up. I guess, you know, Tim Burton has like a, a, a creepy severed leg fetish. Oh, man. It's like a reverse Kira Yoshikage. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, Tim so. Burton and severed feet. It's room of severed feet. But, you know, like, now that I think about it, it is kind of dark seeing the army shooting down Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Like, that's hilarious. It's hilarious. And then he, like, lands in this graveyard in an existential crisis. Of course. And, of course, it has to be a graveyard. Oh, yeah. Because where else would he have (laughs) did? And, of course, everyone's like, no. No. We just wanted to scare you with joy. We just wanted to scare you with joy. To be fair, like, come on. I'm pretty sure because of this movie, this is what, um, like, the horrifying version of Christmas that they tried to spread. That's basically every millennial's Christmas now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice anti or, or alternative Christmas type of video. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody wants to celebrate, but not everybody feels the tradition. So they just bring their favorite, uh, their actual favorite. You, you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Like I, for one, I love Christmas. I hate Christmas songs. I think they should be illegal. I hate them so much. We haven't written a new one since like 1960. That's true. Yeah. Um, um I want to bring back the old, old ones about you know breaking into your house and demanding the rich people for their food. I like uh the old uh like wassled the drinking songs yes there are so many drinking songs centered yes. around yuletide and christmas that have just been kind of cut out bring that shit back about. yeah bring that I shit i always back. make warm alcohol is an important part of the christmas mulling spices become my life i think once it turns <laughs> into like november i'm like crock pot whatever alcohol i have left over it's apple cider i guess you know what would <laughs> you know what just hit me as like uh this this could be either an, an orange am- goes in there i don't give a fuck <laughs> this could either be an amazing invention or a horrifyingly bad cocktail that no living human being should ever drink and i'm calling it the uh the uh it's the nightmare g- before christmas yeah pretty much because it's basically like one of those uh pumpkins hot pumpkin spice drinks oh, mixed yeah. with eggnog eggnog actually sounds like it would be creamy and nice it sounds like it. it like i said it could be either an amazing invention or a horribly awful cocktail i'm thinking i have 
pumpkin spice with like lattes and cookies and, and sweet creamy things. So I feel like someone should make that a thing. Yeah. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin uh, spice eggnog is definitely a thing you can just buy off the shelf, though. Is it? Yeah, you can buy pumpkin spice eggnog. Oh, at I, like Kroger. <laughs> well, I never was a much of a fan of eggnog, so I guess yeah. I'm. Well, they also make pumpkin spice everything. You can buy pumpkin spice lobster ravioli if you really want. Mm. You can buy pumpkin spice beer, which is. That should be a rule for a Halloween party. If somebody comes over with that, they go home. Yeah. <laughs> they buy a new beer. <laughs> is this that, that bad? Oh, God. Pumpkin beer is gross. And every time I throw a Halloween party, somebody brings a case of that shit. And it's just in my house forever. And I have to wait until I'm really sad and out of beer. If I'm really <laughs> sad and I have four beers so I can't drive, and I'm, I guess, too old to use postmates like a normal person it's times like that where i wish I, I look I, at the pumpkin spice beer and i it's like that scene from uh civil war on drugs i'm like <laughs> oh no oh no no i drink it but i it's, don't enjoy it it's the trevor moore thinking of what about wash moth yes i'm like well before i dip into the rubbing alcohol I guess I'll try this. <laughs> it's actually times like that where I wish I had a gun to take it out to the range and just shoot it. Shoot it, yeah. That'd be great. That's what needs to be done. Because mm -hmm. I never feel better afterwards. Oh, shit. We need to save Santa Claus. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and Sally. Oh, shit. It's, is Oogie Boogie going to like burn her alive? Because, as you know, she's filled with leaves. Yeah, she's very, a very flammable girl. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, that's another thing that I really... That's something I keep missing, but keep forgetting to say the uh, the, the the horn on the car and the way yes. that it's animated with stripes. The stripes is what make it that that uh, that animation really sing because it's the exaggeration and stretching of the of the lines oh, yeah. and the contours that make it great. But I love that. Run, Jack, run! Whoop! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, Zero, I love you. I wonder if anyone's ever made uh, a cute little zero crossing for their dog. Yeah. I'm thinking of that. That's adorable. That would be adorable. Actually, that's like the great, that would be a great like uh, trifecta of co costumes. Have like a really thin guy dress up as Jack Skellington. The wife is uh, Sally and their little dog is zero. Aww. That would be a great portrait That'd be shoot. That would cute. Oh. And then just have their best friend dress up as Oogie and just try to fuck with her day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oogie Boogie could just be like, get... Oh, come on, dude. You're cheat. Get a plastic bag. I mean, a burlap sack. And make make that what you collect your candy in. Oh, that would be great. Act, no, dude. Actually, that would be kind of awesome. Like, get like a, a mechanism that you can control in your hand to open the mouth. Mm -hmm. And you just say, put put the candy in the mouth. Yeah. And you just fill your bag up with candy oh, as I you wanna, go along. You know who I want to be like my trick-or-treat bag now? Who's that? I want a no-face. <laughs> a no-face? <laughs> and you have them give them to you? Yeah. That'd be great! <laughs> of course, you pro of course, if you uh, went into like a... You can't... If you went into like a big nerd neighborhood, you probably wouldn't get any candy because it's bad luck. They know. Because <laughs> actually, you know what? Uh, that's actually a really great way to test people. Like, yeah. if they give you candy, you know they have no idea what the you're hell you are. You're not a weeb. We can't be friends. Yeah. But if they don't give you, if they refuse to give you candy because they know what's going on, then you're like, 
hi, I'm fr your friend now. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? How to make friends and lose weight on Halloween. <laughs> That's right. Pro tips from the expert. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh, yeah, this is where he gets caught with the string. Oh, yeah. This is great. This Oh. Me out. I hated oh. that. Yeah. Okay. See, it's the uh, the the spit the spinning thing. Oh. Oh. God. Okay. A. It looks grotesque, but also my brain just hurts trying to figure out how to animate that thing. Oh. Yeah. That's dude. one of the few live action shots. Yeah. My bugs. My bugs. Squish. Squish. And he's an earwig too. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been bit by one of those fuckers? No. I haven't, but my friend had. She cried for like an hour. <laughs> see, uh, I, 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 see, now they, I'm just they getting. They freak me out. See, I'm just getting uh, Men in Black flashbacks where it's oh. just like, was that your auntie? <laughs> oh, I bet that's your uncle in too. It's whack. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, you know what? Oogie Boogie did grow up to be the bug in Men in Black. Oh, really? I bet you what. He had... So Oogie Boogie's an alien. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I mean, I'll have I'll head cannon that. I'll go, okay. I'll go with it, because I mean, remember, uh, uh, oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't a production designer on this one, but he was with that one Tim Burton Michael Keaton movie, whom I can't say. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, um, you just can't say it three times. I said it once. Uh, and you said it this time. You said it you twice. You said it twice. Oh no! Yeah. See, see, see that would round off a yeah. third. See, I know what I'm doing. You know, yeah. You can't be the last one I to say I love this. It. But the, uh, oh, and now he's picking everything up, and so, it's all good. Now, I, I, I know people, a lot of people complain that this version of Santa Claus is kind of, uh, uh, kind of mean-spirited, but to be fair, he did get kidnapped throughout most of the movie. Yeah, Santa Claus is allowed to have a toot. Yeah, he Santa is. Santa Claus doesn't have to be like, oh, yes, I forgive you. Santa gets shit done, okay? Yeah, dude, so he's like, <laughs> A fool of a took. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally unrelated. Oh yeah. Although do you know who is uh I I forget um no it wasn't uh uh no it was Sa for Santa Claus. Do you know who was supposed to be Santa Claus originally? Who? Vincent Price. Ooh. He was originally supposed to be played Ooh. by Vincent Price. They did that get that would have been Yeah. I I like that. Yeah, they they did record for him, but because he was so by the t by this time he was uh he was so advanced in age that most of his dialogue was unusable so they just had to replace him, uh, which sucked because Tim Burton said gone on record saying, my favorite actor I've ever worked with and my favorite actor I've always loved watching growing up was Vincent Price. Yeah. Yeah. So, they tried. They really did try, but you know, it was just a little too little, little too early too a little too late, but. Uh, Whatever. I mean, at least they got uh, Martin Landau to do a really good Bella Lugosi later on. Oh, you know? made a girlfriend. <laughs> go get her, Jack. Go get her. Even Zero, even Zero's like, go get her. Go get her. <laughs> I like that they all get their Christmas. Instead of them taking over, they can just enjoy it. Yeah, you know? And maybe... Maybe once the PTSD is worn off, Santa will let <laughs> them hold a Halloween and Christmas. Maybe just like going back and forth, that sort of thing, and mix and match, and and then eventually it uh, just turns into Saturnalia all over. Oh again. yeah, <laughs> or Krampus knocks, you know? Oh, that'd be great. Just weird Austrian goat demons yes. just start showing up. You know what? Maybe this would this would be like a really good origin story, like alternate 
myth mythological children's origin this story for. This is how for. Krampus was born. Yeah, it was the it's marriage Krampus between not. Halloween and Christmas. Christmas. It's great. I love it. Uh, I think Krampus was born for some kid going, I don't give a fuck if I don't get presents. What are you going to do about it, Mom? And I'm some gonna, German lady is like, I'm there's gonna, a fucking demon. That'll fuck your shit up. Fuck your shit up and you'll die. <laughs> and burn in hell forever. And I'm not going to do enough. shit. Sometimes, like, as a kid, you are just like, I don't I don't give a shit. What's Santa going to give me? A video game? Like, I don't care. You know. And then I'm like, oh, bitch, I will tell you what you Krampus is going to get you. I'm going to I'm gonna know exactly so what. So very, I'm... like, misbehaving little lederhosen wearing boy. Yes. Was fucking with everything. <laughs> that, that's probably the real origin story. That's most likely. That's got to be. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, yes, Danny Elfman. Yes. We love you. This is... Uh, honestly, it's uh, between this and uh, the 1989 Batman soundtrack. Are mm -hmm. Probably my favorite Tim uh, uh, Danny, Elfman. Danny Elfman scores. And uh, although, you know what's really interesting? I know Caroline Thompson is credited with the screenplay. Everyone keeps saying, including her, like almost 10% of this movie is mine. Like, because oh. I mean, she still wrote the screenplay for. Edward Scissorhands and a couple other Tim Burton stuff, but ultimately she's like, yeah, this one I really didn't have much hand in. This is like ninety percent Tim Burton. Well, he wrote the story script. and she adapted it to script. Yeah. Um, so really, it's just about making it flow at that point. Pretty much. Being yeah. almost more of a script supervisor, but. But uh, I do know, like a lot of people get a lot of flack for, like, oh yeah, this is Tim. This is a movie by Tim Burton. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> like, people tend to forget that it's not directed by him. Yeah. You know? It's his vision, but... It is it's it is his vision. He's... uh, But he just... uh, And for reasons that I totally sympathize with, because I'm a really imaginative person, and I've got some crazy stuff, and I just don't have the means to make it and get it done myself. Um, But I will give it to him for, like, coming up with all these ridiculously crazy ideas, and then I give it up to... Uh, Henry Selleck and his team for actually making it concrete and breathing life into it. Like, Tim Burton was the guy who brought in the corpse yeah. and the pieces of the bodies. And everybody else. And everyone just kind of put it together under his supervision. Like, he, he didn't actually touch anything to put it together, but he was there to watch and maybe give a note here and there. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, yeah. Like, all the raw material is his. But. Henry Selleck and their, his team are the ones that put it together and created life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's so much fun. I, God, I forget how much fun it is revisiting this movie. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like... It's, oh, it brings you back in time. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, it's gotten to a movie to be, like... It really has become, you know, a comfort movie that you can just put on as white noise. Like a movie you can put on when you're putting up your decorations for either Halloween or Christmas or both or whatever. Or just like, you know, something you want to watch just kind of be spooky in the middle of like April or on a rainy day. Whatever. Oh, yeah. But it's really rare and fun to actually... Go back and think about it. Yeah. Like, I haven't actually actively watched this movie in a while. Mm -hmm. I watch it every year, but... It's fun to actually sit down, take a breath. And let it all in and really just so you know it'd be really great to see this in the movie theater. Oh yeah. Because you know they have they they've gotta have re releases all over the place. You just kinda kinda look on Fandango or wherever. Oh yeah. 
but uh, that'd be a really great one. You know what? I actually remember, it reminds me of a really wonderful story. It's one of my favorite movie-going experiences. Mm -hmm. The Lion King was re-released in 3D. Oh, Didn't yeah. give a shit about the 3D. Yeah, I wouldn't either, but seeing that on the big screen. I saw it with the best crowd possible. <laughs> I saw it, uh, it, it was, uh, I think, uh, second year of college, and I went to go see it um, just a few blocks away from uh, out of town. It was in the, uh, the old Woodland Mall uh, theater. So that's where pretty much all the college students could either walk to or just get a short ride to. So the entire crowd that night were all people my age. Hey. Watching it as a communal experience, it was a giant sing-along. Oh, that's great. I cannot tell you. like when I the, love doing uh, kids stuff and the kids aren't there so you don't have to worry about being disrupted. Nope. It was late at night. It was like ten o'clock. It was like eight. Like when I see a ball pit and there's a child, I go, "Well, this is their space, and I must respect it." When I see a ball pit and like me and just like three other like close friends are there. I'm oh, like, you die! I can get in there. I'm getting in there. That's right. Because I remember like as soon as like the, the you know the circle of life and the title drops. When the title drops, the crowd went fucking nuts. <laughs> so I can only imagine. Only imagine how great it would be to see Nightmare Before Christmas with a bunch of spoopy nerds, like, you know, in an evening show. Oh, yeah. Like, that would be, everyone would just, just make be... it late so that the age crowd gets post-13 years old. Yes. So that you can go, oh, shit, and not worry about some mother hilarious. Exactly. That'd be the greatest movie screening ever. I would love to go Bring out. Bring a big pumpkin full of candy and just sit there. Concession stands should sell that. Yes. Yes. Get a big thing of soda, big thing of, uh, of candy and whatnot, yeah. and just sing along and have the time yeah, of your life with everyone. Yes. Everyone would just be singing, this is Halloween, this Halloween. Is Halloween. Halloween, 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 Halloween. Yes. Ah, oh, that'd be so much good. We, we see now. I want to look at listings at for you theaters see it, I, I just go to go see it because that would be so much I'd fun. I'd go and I'd see it with you if, uh, if there was. And we have to see it in a theater. college town, so that way we know like the crowd there is gonna be all people our age. I I would rather not drive like two three hours out of my way. Oh, true. I'm just thinking of like a college town. A college you know? town. And just some place when we know the demographic of people that are gonna be at the screening are going to be like people like us that have just known this since like since the beginning of our goth phase. I feel like anybody who watches re-releases was there when they were first released. Yeah, I bet. I mean. I bet. Those usually kids are going, Mommy, I want to see the re-release of a 1993 classic Nightmare. Nah, probably not. There might be parents our age bringing their kids. Like, I don't know. Or slightly older, probably. That's why I'm if thinking like go old enough to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. That, see, that's why I'm thinking like go to like a later ish show, but yeah, and then I'll just cut out the little kids. Exactly. <laughs> because it's gonna be like millennials and mo older millennials with kids. Yes. I think would be the range that you'd see. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot of people are having kids nowadays. Yeah, yeah, Weird. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I still think that anybody our age wouldn't have like a kid above. I guess. I guess it depends, and you know, unless we're I one of those. Some girls from my school who like got married at eighteen, but their kids would be seven. That's on the borderline for this film, I think. I think this is like a uh, seven plus eight plus type. Yeah, 
Or like like the TV rating Y seven like a, the P, it's PG. If only this movie wasn't owned by Disney because they're such sticklers. Because oh I would yeah, because they need to. It has to be shown perfectly right in the right order. And then I, because then I would just have a screening of my own <laughs> at that point. Just in like just go to an old co- like like a college campus and say we're showing this, and just have everyone just burst into song. Yes. Uh, no, you'd have to do a small one so that they never find out. That's true. <laughs> but I'd go. That's yeah. the only crowd that anybody needs. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Hell yeah. You would have people dancing in front would, of the screen. I would get people to dance. Hell yeah. It would be... I'm the bitch who starts applauses at, like, things. See, now I feel like if, if, if we can really get this going as, like, a midnight movie, this could turn into, like, something just as big as Rocky Horror. Well, it could just be a tradition. It would be more like a yearly thing than, like... Yeah, yeah, thing, okay, so... it would so, be a bigger thing. So, but. like... Like a uh, Rocky Horror, but only once a year. Yes, that would be cool. I would do that. Ah, see now I need to ho- own my own theater. And we need to do a Rocky Horror Midnight Screening sometime because uh, yeah. Esquire does it every other week. That's we true. I mean, I've well, I've done it already. Yeah, I know, but we should go in a non-historic theater that'll let us throw rice. Good point. <laughs> so your your um. Your mileage may vary for a Rocky Horror Picture Show, depending on which theater lets you get away with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're a very historic building. Here's our bags of props that you're allowed to use. No water bottles, no rice, no hot dogs, I think. Oh, yeah, the hot dogs. I forgot about that. Yeah, and instead, you're going to blow these whistles. (laughs) It was so fun. Yeah. We still got to yell at the screen. Yes. it's It's not the same as throwing food. True. True. At least we got to have a toast. A toast. <laughs> no, we weren't allowed to throw toast either. Oh, we weren't poo. That's right. No food. Oh, that's fucking. Fuck. Our yeah, preservation's gonna... ruining fun. <sighs> we're going to have to do a Rocky Horror uh, screen. Well, although, I don't know if we should do one for this show. You know what? If folks listening at home, let just like, if you guys want us to do Rocky Horror, let us know. But We might make a bonus episode, you're thinking? Maybe. Uh well sometime down the line honestly cuz cuz yeah. this year is kind of locked and ready um but speaking of which next week is going to be uh we're going to st- take a a far step away from the classics and get into some weirder territory um hey guys you remember uh, Lord of the Rings and how fun that was guess what Peter Jackson was doing before that killing people with a lawnmower making weird gross out horror comedy with really one of them with a which, lawnmower, right? Yep. Is that, that's the only scene I've seen from this movie. That's all I know about this film. Is uh, you showed me that. There's that and uh, Bad Taste, which is also a great companion piece. Ooh. Um, it's about aliens, and you actually get to see Peter Jackson puking into uh, a pudding bowl. Yeah, he actually pu- and the sound is just so gross and over the top. It may actually induce like actual vomiting, which oh, I, pr- which I'm pretty sure was the point the whole well, time. Well, then don't play that on a car trip up to Yellow Springs. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So next week is going to be pr- what just may be billed as the goriest film ever made. It um, is, it's one I've never seen. This is the one on this list that I never saw, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go in blind. Really? I think I want. I think I want a reaction video. Okay. Well, I, I think. I I think people would want to hear me react. Okay, that's and totally you, fine. You 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 can 
share facts and I will just sit. Well, it's going to be me and Mike kind of just geeking out over it. Yes. Okay. Mike's coming back. Mike's coming back? Yes. Mike is coming back from. Oh, man. I want to look smart if Mike's coming. (laughs) Werewolf in London and uh, Spirited Away. Mike Wasser's coming back for Dead Alive for our very special end of Spooktober Halloween special. (laughs) (laughs) So keep an eye out for that next week. I promise I'm going to be posting uh, that uh, on time. I did have a little bit of a technical difficulty earlier this week, but it's all semi being taken care of. So we'll see you again next week, Thursday, not Friday. Uh, I've been Tim. I've been Hannah. And you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) 